0: And welcome once again to Shotgun Saturday Nights, the fan cast where we discuss all things King Falls AM. Hello and welcome back, all my lovelies. I am so happy that you are all here. And Happy New Year and Merry Christmas and Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy whatever other holidays you do or do not celebrate between October and New Year's. I hope everybody had a wonderful time, a wonderful break. You got to spend time with friends and family, if you still do the Santa thing, because he is real, we all know this, that he brought you lots of wonderful presents, but seriously, I have missed you all, and I cannot wait to reconnect with my friends, both fictional and real, be it over the internet on this podcast or in real life i have missed you all so anyway let's get started um i don't have any news clips or anything like that for you uh this is coming out on the first saturday in january so that's what the 7th 8th something like that i don't even know i'm not looking at a calendar sorry So, I don't know what's going to be going on in the new year, Um, other than, where's that red tidal wave that we were all supposed to be crying about? Don't know what happened to that. Um, So, this is, what is today? Today is November 17th, I think, and this will be airing, like I said, after the new year. So, again, hope everybody had great holidays, don't have any current events, because I don't know what's going to be a current event come January 1st. Um, So, yeah, let's see. What are we talking about today? Um, Today we are going to be talking about King Falls AM, episode 45, Will the Real Tim Shady Please Stand Up. This originally aired on March 1st, 2017. We open with Greg, fucking frickered, doing a commercial for the Froggery. They're practically giving away the tastiest amphibians that you can find. And why are they doing this when they could be charging $7.99 and up? Because love. It's in the air. It's in his happy little heart. Oh, sorry. It's in his hoppy little heart. And, you know, it's not every day that the love of one's life literally falls out of the sky and practically right back into their arms so head on down to Granny Fricker's Froggery, and they'll put some pep in your step and some hop in your heart. When the commercial's over, we hear Ben on a phone call. Uh, we find out that he's on the phone with Dr. Rosenblum. The call ran a little bit long, so Sammy is suggesting that Ben put it on hold and go take it in the office. But, of course, Ben, being Ben, just completely ignores him. He wants Dr. Rosenblum to help out with Emily, and while the good doctor does sympathize with Ben, he doesn't work with the living. Um, Ben doesn't really care. He knows the doc has got some freakiness going on down in his lab, to which Rosenblum applies when he gets down, and who he gets down with, gotta, gotta, get down isn't a topic for discussion. And yes, I know I used way more inflection than Dr. Rosenbloom did. Um, ben starts to accuse him of creating zombies, but of course Sammy interrupts and thanks the doc for helping out. And they do eventually end the call with some weird hip-hop quote. Um, you know, it's a Dr. Rosenbloom thing. He's an odd duck, to say the least. Ben is upset that, um, you know, Rosenbloom can reanimate the dead, a rumor that Ben himself started, but he can't figure out how to help a person remember someone that they forgot. And Sammy agrees that yes, the doctor is creepy, but he is just a coroner and that's where his expertise lies. He can't help with Emily. Ben is desperate for help, of course. I mean, we all know this. And Dr. Rosenblum is the only doctor he knows. And Sammy, you know, with his sense and whatnot, um, does encourage Ben. He's like, you know, hey, you're a radio host. Why not use the tools at your disposal and, you know, find a doctor? And you can talk to him on the show, even. You know, you're a producer produce, produce an interview, and so Ben's like, all right, you know, fine, if there's a doctor out there, but then of course, you know, Sammy cuts him off, he's like, I didn't mean right now, he's like, well, Sammy, you did say that you never know when somebody's listening, so Sammy jumps in and puts out his own call, and he asks if there's any award-winning advanced neurosurgeons with a side specialty in Amnesiac issues due to shock, disturbance, or illness, please give them a call. Then Sammy reminds Ben that they have an interview with Tim Jones coming up. Ben wants to know if this is old Tim or new Tim. He's confused. And quite frankly, at this point, aren't we all? Um, He needs to know how to handle this because he's not sure which Tim it is. You know, the multiple Tim situation. Multiple tim Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah, it doesn't really work. Um, Sammy's not at all amused by that. Uh, as far as they know, there's only one Tim around right now. Um, it was supposed to be Tim and Mary, but, you know, Mary just can't handle it right now. Not surprising. She's been through a lot lately. They, um... This is when they begin the whole, is it Tim 1 or Tim 2, versus is it Tim 2016 and Tim 2017. Later on, Troy will give a call, and then we'll throw in Tim A and Tim B. It's a debacle. Um, And Ben accuses Sammy, he's like, you know what, you're older, I know you get confused, so why don't we just stick with 1 and 2. And, you know, of course that still doesn't, answer the question as to which Tim they have an interview with. Sammy wants to go ahead and just take calls while they're waiting. And Ben says something about, you know, the listeners and, and hey, you know, especially if you happen to be a lonely late late night brain doctor, then please call in. Ben is just super cranky because he hasn't been sleeping, which, you know, Sammy does notice. Um, he keeps thinking that, you know, maybe if he acted sooner or had done something different, then things wouldn't be the same. And Sammy jumps in telling him, you know, just stop. You're a goddamn hero. And so is everybody else that was out there at Liberty Dale. Um, they saved Emily. They saved Tim one. Ben says, no, that's Tim two. Sammy's like, damn it. I knew that as soon as I said it. Um, and Ben did all he could, and so did everybody else. And they just need to be happy that they got everybody back safe and in one piece, and everything will work out. But Ben is just still distraught because, you know, Emily knew Troy and most of the other people that were there at Libbydale, even had conversations with some of them, but she didn't know him. And after all he went through the past year, All that heartache and all that trouble, um, that was just absolutely nothing at all compared to how he felt when she said, you know, who are you? He said he just died a little bit inside. To which I say, I get it because we all died a little bit inside when she said that. Um yeah. Sammy suggests that they take a break, but um, Ben insists, like, no, no, I'm okay, we can keep going, let's just open up the phone lines, um, because he really just doesn't want to hear the frickered ad again. They open up the phone lines, Sammy picks line four, um, it's a male voice asking if they ever followed up on the triangle-shaped UFOs, and where they ended up. Um, multiple military vehicles were seen and you can hear beeping in the background on this, um, on the call at this point, but multiple military vehicles were seen at the site. Um, Ben says, yeah, we don't know what happened. They were on their way to the hospital with Emily and Tim at that point. And when they got back, everything was missing. Um, all the wreckage was missing. And Sammy's like, you mean all of it? It was gone. just like, Yeah, all of it. It was completely gone and cleaned up by the time they got back from the hospital with Emily and Tim. The voice knows that everything was gone, but what he wants to know the answer to is... uh, But what he wants to know is the answer to the rumors that the military vehicles took the wreckage to the Science Institute. Um, The boys had not heard that, and the Gazette... Uh, said that it was just an air balloon, because of course they did. What are they going to say? It's UFOs? The Gazette said that it was just an air balloon and that it was taken to Anderson Air Force Base. The voice is like, if you want pot roast recipes, look in the Gazette. You want real news, look on the web. And when asked where on the web to get this information, it's like, you know, here, there, all over. It's the deep web. Kind of smacks of the deep state, doesn't it? Um, although apparently the dark web really is a thing and no, it's not just Tumblr. So whoever it is on the phone, the voice insists that the UFO is now at the science institute and when Sammy asks, you know, by the way, who are you? The voice answers Nanya and tells the boys not to sleep on this story. They need to stay woke. Um, anyway, the boys hang up, and Ben wants to know, he's suddenly, you know, what really happened to the UFO. Uh, Sammy wants to just forget about it, of course, you know. Um, ben doesn't want to, and so, and so Sammy's like, yeah, okay, we'll talk about it later. And Ben's like, oh, yeah, you say we'll talk about it later and hoping that I'll forget And then we never get talked, we never talk about it and it never gets talked about. And Sammy's like, well, what? Five minutes ago, you were convinced that the UFO was taken to Anderson Air Force Base as well. So now you talk to one crackpot on the phone and suddenly you're not sure if this is the case. Come on. It's just too much for poor Sammy to handle. And sometimes I sympathize with Sammy on this. Oh, so, yeah. But anyway, right now they have other things to talk about. Um, And of course, Sammy is referring to um, Emily, not just the interview with Tim. Anyway, Ben can't talk about the Emily situation right now. And he's not trying to be a dick about it. He would love nothing better to talk about Emily literally all night, but he can't. Not by choice, but because her doctor's have decided that because she didn't recognize him and because Ben, being Ben, can be a bit intense, maybe he shouldn't be around her right now. Um And Sammy's like, holy crap, I didn't know you haven't seen her since the night of the accident. And this explains a lot about Ben's irritableness and his lack of sleep and everything. Um... They're interrupted by a call on the hotline, and this is Troy calling in. He doesn't know what the heck they set loose the other night when the UFO crashed, but he just got a domestic disturbance call out at Tim and Mary's. Um, We find out that eventually they discover both Tims were there. Um, Everybody's okay, Um, you know, relatively speaking. Tim and Mary called about a prowler uh was it and it was Tim a or Tim B because he, he goes with a and B not one and two or twenty sixteen and twenty seventeen, but Mary and one of the Tims called about another Tim, then come to find out the other Tim was the prowler. Sammy wants to figure out you know is it Tim a Tim B, Tim one Tim two Tim twenty sixteen Tim twenty seventeen. You know, look, algebra's not his strong suit. Could we not throw, you know, letters into this because he does not want to take a uh, remedial math class just to figure out which Tim he's talking about? And he likes Tim. Um, but yeah, this is... Up until now, they've only seen one Tim in town because the other Tim ran off after the UFO crashed. Um... But anyway, um, he and Mary saw both Tims. It That's how it turned into the domestic dispute because one of the Tims attacked the other Tim, started a fight, and neither Mary nor Troy could tell which Tim was which. So Mary just closed the door on all of them. She says, no, no Tims in the house. Um, but yeah, because... And then Sammy makes a joke about, you know, twin gents, twin Tims, and then Troy and the twin Tims, and what a great bad name that is. Because, um, you know, he's got to throw his little humor in there sometime. Uh, anyway, so Mary's basically done. She's like, I can't handle this. You guys go do you. Sorry about the barking. Um, She's had too much of this. She can't handle it. Um, just go do whatever it is they got to do. And she'll handle it later. Um, Ben asks, um, you know, where are the Tims? And Troy says that Tim 2, we think it's Tim 2, the the new Tim, uh, the 2017 Tim, um, may really be Tim 1, and Tim 1 may really be Tim 2, meaning that the first Tim may not be the real Tim, because of, um, you know, he was glitching and, or uh, flickering, sorry, Um, and he was, you know, speaking weird, and he seemed to know what the crop circles were. So one of the Tims, Tim 2, we think, I don't know because now I've confused myself, is going to be staying elsewhere. The other Tim... Tim, one, took off and ran into the woods, and so nobody knows where he's at right now. But um, at this point, Troy says, you know what, you're going to have to postpone your your Tim interview, but hey, why don't you guys, you know, you're friends with Mary, why don't you give her a call in the morning and see how she's doing. And so he hangs up the phone. Um, they talk a little bit about how having two Tims is weird, and, you know, one of them was living in the house with Mary, and, oh, my God, what, you know, what was going on? You know, Ben implies that there were some marital relations going on, and what if that wasn't the real Tim? And, you know, of course, Mary is got to be distraught because Tim was gone for a year, then he came back, but then we find out that that who came back may not really be the real Tim, and what if this other Tim is the real Tim? And, of course, it's just all weird and creepy. And Sammy's like, we just need to keep an open mind and wait until we figure out who's who and what's what. Um, So Sammy suggests, you know, hey, since we're not going to do the interview, why don't we take a quick break and then we'll take some calls for a while until, you know, Ben's next segment. But the phone rings, Um, it's Emily, she introduces herself, you know, like, hey, it's Emily from King Falls Library, Sammy's like, yeah, you know, hey, we know who you are, and it's so great to hear from you, and I'm sure you hear about this all the time, but, you know, we're glad you're back, and we're glad you're okay, and uh, Emily's like, you know, who am I speaking to, am I speaking, you know, Sammy, Sammy says, or I'm sorry, Ben says, hey, I'm gonna go get a cup of coffee or something, he starts to leave. But Emily's like, no, 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 wait, because, you know, I, you're the one that I wanted to talk to. Um, and she apologizes that if she, you know, she may have been rude out at Libbydale the other night. Um, he's like, no, 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 you weren't rude. You, you were, you're fine. Um, and, but she said, you know, she feels really bad that she didn't recognize him, especially after all the things that he did um, and everything that she's heard about him. Like you know, you you heard what Ben's done. She's like, yeah, you know, my mom filled me in on what he did, um, but she wants to know why. Why did you do these things when um, I don't know you? And Sammy, you know, steps in with the. You know, you and Ben were you know really close friends before all all of this, and um, you know, of course, he asks how she's doing. We learned that Emily was told that she was in a car crash, so I don't think she gets that she was missing for almost a year, at least not yet. We learn that Emily was told she was in a car crash, so we're not sure if she even realizes she's been missing for a while. Um, Ben kind of jumps in with the, yeah, you know, her doctors thought it was best to ease into things, Um, but Emily does know that Ben and Troy pulled her out of the, you know, car and her doctors think that she should start to be getting, you know, once she eases into things, she'll be start be getting her memory back. Um, her mom told her that she used to stay up late and listen to the show and call in. And Sammy's like, yeah, absolutely. You were a big part of the show. Um, so her mom gave her the number to call in. She says, you know, it, it feels good. It feels right to be on here talking with you guys Um, And that hope, especially since she's not been cleared to go back to the library. So she's hoping that with all of this, she can start to get her memory back. She and Ben start kind of, you know, talking, not really flirting, but just, you know, hey, how is it being back in King Falls? How are you finding it? Oh, I'm finding it really great. Everybody's really super friendly. Blah, 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 that kind of conversation. Sammy just kind of excuses himself to go back for that coffee while um Ben takes the time to fill her in on you know what's going on in King Falls and what and the show and what the show is all about and stuff. So yeah, that's that's the end of the episode. Um and I apologize if I don't get all of the dog barking edited out of the show. Like I said, I don't have current events but there has been some family drama so I temporarily have custody of my aunt's dog. Um, She is sick and we don't know if she'll be able to take the dog back so I'm hoping she will because I can't keep her. Um, Long story short, I have had her before. Last time my aunt was in the hospital, she and my dog don't get along. She's a sweet, loving, wonderful dog, but she doesn't get along with my dog, and my dog takes priority. But, anyway, and I know that sounds mean, but I'm not trying to be mean. She's also kind of a pain in the ass. Anyhow, though, this has been a really weird episode. I've taken, you know, a month and a half off, and... It just feels weird to be recording again. Good, but weird. So I apologize for all the weirdness in the episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I don't have any plugs or anything at the moment. I haven't really been listening to things. Um, So I wish I had something I could give you. But I will hopefully have something for the next time. Anyway, this has been Shotgun Saturday Nights, um, hosted and recorded and edited by me, Dana. You can find us on all the things. You guys already have my Twitter um, and email and and stuff like that. I'll post links in the show notes. So anyway, uh, uh, again, I hope you all have wonderful holiday season and wonderful new year. And... Just keeping my fingers crossed that 2023 is better than 2022. So good luck to you all. I love you and miss you all. And look forward to many more conversations.